Hey guys, Kyle here. Sorry life's been a bit crazy up here in old millennial world, but um, we couldn't, didn't, wouldn't, hadn't put out, <laughs> we weren't able to record an episode this weekend, for that we were deeply sorry. Again, life's been a bit hectic in 2019 for both Connor and I. And so what we decided to do this week is, I'm not sure if you knew this, but when the M-Word began, we actually created multiple test episodes for ourselves. Now, here is one thing. They are not the best. They're not the M-Word as has been cultivated over the year of constant hard work short of the last few months. And we are are willing right now to share with you one of these test episodes. Now, this particular episode happens to feature that beautiful Oscars bet that we talked about in December whenever uh, Connor finally got his his bet uh, present or his bet punishment, which is a big T-shirt of my face on it, and that's real good. But anyway, I'm not going to keep you here any longer. Let's just dive right into the very the, one of the very first recordings of the M-Word that has never been heard by human ears, except for ours, because we listened to it in Tesla and we shared it with some people, but like not on our feed, and that's what's important. The first time from the Millennial Vault. It's the M-Word! Hello and welcome to the M Word, a podcast for millennials by millennials. I'm Connor. I'm Kyle. And I think Kyle wanted to kick us off with a nice, fun little story. How's uh, how's your week been, bud? You know, it's actually been pretty good. It's been just fine up until this morning, and I purposely didn't tell you about. Are you this crying? Week. I'm not crying. Let the uh, record show that Kyle is bawling his little tear duct. How dare you? We. Can we get the lady who types the transcript for every one of our podcasts to remove that? Carla. I don't know why the fuck you guys hired me in the first place. I forgot that we hired Adam Sandler to do (laughs) do our transcripts. That's crazy. How did we get him? He's so doing nothing right now. He's so poor. He needs the job. Give him the job. Anyway, Adam, yeah, take that part out. What happened, and this is probably one of the most disturbing slash um, pathetic things that has ever happened in my life. So I woke up this morning, I take my dog out, I make a cup of coffee, and I, I put some uh, some some uh, soccer on TV. I enjoy watching English soccer, and um, and I'm I'm just sitting there drinking my coffee, watching watching some football, football, football in it, yeah. And drinking my coffee, and I take a mouthful of coffee, and then I, I feel a sneeze that comes up out of me. And Connor, you know me. I have to hold my nose when I sneeze. It's just what happens. Eventually, my brain's going to explode. Okay, hold on. I'm going to make a, a, uh, a hypothesis. Okay. <clears throat> you, you sneeze with your nose being held by your left hand and coffee in your mouth. Coffee goes into your brain. <laughs> I wish. I wish that's what happened. No, <laughs> apparently, because they say like the force of a sneeze is is like one of the most powerful things the body does, right? Like the the just sheer inertia. 
Um, and what happens is there was a battle between my, my nose and my mouth and my mouth did lose. <laughs> so as soon as I sneezed, holding my nose be- so that it couldn't go out that way, it, my mouth just opened up and I spewed coffee literally everywhere. It just, it flew out of my mouth like it had somewhere to go. It was so disturbing. And I sat there for a full minute covered <laughs> like with coffee down my body covered in your own on the mess, table drenched drenched i wish in colombian espresso i wish no it was it. it was everywhere it was on my white futon it was on my coffee table which now the name is literal because it has held coffee um and oh it, it went it just went everywhere and i just sat there thinking what the hell just happened to me how i'm a i am a 26 year old adult how did I just spew that like I just threw up chocolate milk like a five-year-old? Yeah. I mean, it kind of reminds me of like the test that they would do with like sneezes. They'd be like, oh, sneezes go like 40 miles an hour and they can travel up to 200 yards. And it was like, that is what you just tested that shit. But you use black coffee instead of like the weird green shit that they put inside of like test subjects. And yeah. Shit. You know, for like tampon commercials will they'll put the green stuff and that's what they'll use to absorb it yeah um i really just wanted to bring up tampon commercials. i was gonna there say really my morning my morning was a tampon commercial thank you very much a tampon commercial made with coffee well that's fun though yeah. yeah i was sitting in my recliner and the way i have my living room set up is I, I, my recliner is there and it's like in front of the tv and then i have my futon next to me and my dog enjoys laying on my futon <laughs> he also just got just some nice flecks of coffee on him um, kind of just shaking his ears, very, very confused as to what happened, right. um, and what he did wrong to deserve such a, a a spewing. So that's, I mean, that's my morning. Um, how that's was yours? Fun. Have you yeah. kept all uh, the fluids in your body? Almost, yeah. No, I've I've kept a majority of my fluids. Besides, like, I, I, I after I woke up, there was a little less fluid, and then I blew my nose, and there was a little less fluid. Yeah. Um. But I'm drinking some water now, so we're we're evening out on the fluids. I keep an eye on my fluids pretty regularly. Like you a, know, they say to keep an eye on your fluids, just like an antique car. Yeah, just like I mean, I put some antacid in there. I put in my windshield wiper fluid. Your oil, my oil. I'm sorry. Wait. So because you kind of you mix, but you mix your medicine or your metaphors there because you said antacid. I'm a transformer. Oh, I did say antacid. I was thinking of antifreeze. There you I go. I actually have taken. <laughs> I actually have taken some antacid um, <laughs> because as of, uh, well, three days ago, I, I discovered I was sick, um, like a discovery. Like Christopher <laughs> Columbus, I found the germs in my body and you just kind of like, you, wa- you, you walked into your room and you're like, wait, where the fuck did this come from? Yeah. And it's a know. giant, you know, the mucus monster from Mucinex? Mm-hmm. He was hanging out in my room. That bastard. Yeah. You know, isn't um, TJ Miller the voice of that guy? I'm pretty sure that's right. Oh, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't. I'm that guy's certain. voice just screams mucinex, doesn't it? It does. There's a lot of mucus in that body. He likes to hang out in just the deepest, darkest corners of his throat when he talks. Yeah. Uh, no, so I, I discovered that I was sick. I discovered that I have uh, congestion and the nose and all that other fun stuff. Yeah. And then for some reason, like the next day, I started having heartburn, which... I have never had before in my entire life. Just heartburn was never a thing for me. Yeah. And but it happened all day. I took some tums and it didn't go away. And then the next, like I, it was waking me up in the middle of the night. And I was like, okay, I got it. I'm gonna die. Uh, I'm very nervous. I don't want to pass out and be like, oh yeah, he died from 
super bad heartburn. Like that's the worst I, heartburn. I don't I don't want that on anywhere near my eulogy. Yeah. And uh so I went to the doctor and he asked me like all the questions and he was like, you know, this is really personal. I love telling all this personal information about myself. He was like, "If you do you see blood in anything where?" And I'm like, "Nah, doc." And he's like, "Is okay, there th- blood in your shit?" And I was like, "It was no. awkward and, that he said it like that, though." Yeah, is there like a like a party? And then yeah. every single nurse popped in too. They were like moving their arms around. Is there? And they did like clap. Blood yep. in your shit. And I said, "Hey, yo, this your is- poop's not fine. Your poop's not fine. It's full of blood. Hey, you gonna die? Hey, hey." And then I said, "This is super fun. I waited an hour to see you. This is why it takes so long for you to get through your fucking patients at your urgent care. Yeah. Is because you're doing cheerleading, you." <laughs> It's not efficient. It's not. But it's very well done. The choreography was great. You live streamed it, right? Uh, No, they said no phones, and I took that very seriously. That's very good. To be just, just to clarify though, there was no blood in your, in your. uh, No, no. So I'm. I don't have an ulcer. And then he was like, "Uh, "Does your arm hurt?" And I'm. I was like, "No." And he's like, "Okay, then it's not a heart attack. Here's a prescription for." anti or uh acid reflux or some shit and he was like just take that and stop being a bitch and i was like all right cool i just didn't want to make sure i wasn't gonna die so thanks yeah i feel so you you never had heartburn before like really bad acid reflux like that no yeah i feel like that's something that happens as a young adult where all of a sudden you begin to have these medical things pop up and you're it's kind of like when you're a kid right and you know your stomach hurts and your parents or whoever tries to help you identify what the problem is. Like, do you feel like you're going to throw up? And then you learn, oh, that's nausea. Do you feel like you're going to have diarrhea or like really like you're going to poop a lot? And then it's like, oh, you find out what that means. But it's not until you're like 21 or 22 or whatever that you get like acid reflux for the first time. And you're like, oh, hey, something's stabbing my chest. That's so cool. Do I swallow a knife? I don't remember right. that. Yeah, that's that's basically what it felt like. I was just I felt the pain. And then I was like, this, I mean, it wasn't like so terrible. I was like, oh, I've, I've had that whenever I drank super hot coffee. This is just like I'm drinking super hot coffee and it was too hot, but I, I threw it down my throat and it was fine. Yeah. Uh, or the day after I got drunk for the first time. Yeah. And you're like, this is what death feels like. This, yeah. That's what I told the doctor. And he's like, you don't know what death feels like. I was like, cool. <laughs> thanks, Dr. Dr. Ramaj. I'm, I'm Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Can I get the cheerleaders back? Can I get the cheerleaders back? They were no, super the, fun. The first time I ever had acid reflux, I had a similar encounter because again, I don't think people talk about this. I think you like see the commercials and you see Larry the Ga- Gable guy. That's what I was about to call him. Larry the Gable Larry guy. Larry the Gable guy. He's doing like oh a commercial my God. for like Pepsi whatever. And he's like, do you get heartburn? Is your heart on fire? Well, I take this every day, and it makes me just so good and happy, and my heart is frozen now. Thank you so much, Pepsi. I, re- I really want to take that to the extreme, but I really want to meet Gary the Gable guy. Gary? <laughs> Larry and the he's label lie. Larry the Gable guy. And he's just he's just Larry, but just like, you know, Gary. Okay. Um. But anyway, so I woke up in the middle of the night... <laughs> Yeah, Connor, that was like a super funny joke. I'm going to go ahead and finish up my story because that was so fucking funny. I'm so sorry. I got to go. Well, you just kind of just died. You might have died in the middle. If we weren't FaceTiming right now, I wouldn't have known that you were still alive. <laughs> anyway, I woke up. I had a similar story. I woke up in the middle of the night with that stabbing chest pain, and I was freaking out to the point 
where like and it's the middle of the night so i couldn't like text my mom or my dad and being like so i think i swallowed a live squirrel and it's inside of my sternum and i don't know what to do with it and so i went to the er because i was just like what do i what's happening and then they do all that stuff right like you talked about it where they like take they're like hey you're not having a heart attack you don't have an ulcer it's just real bad acid reflux and as soon as you hear that, you're like, well, that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard because this was not worth an ER visit or urgent care. Do you do you want to talk about what else you discovered on that trip? No, that was a different one. Oh, <laughs> that was a wait, different what? Trip. Oh, this was, was back different... whenever I, I was I was actually uh, it was back 2013. So I would have been 22. Same age as you. Maybe that's a rite of passage. Maybe mm. you, you get acid reflux at the age of 22. You're 22, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead and distinguish what other things about me that are personal information. Go on. What's your address and full social security number? So moving on, I think yep. the next thing we need to talk about is uh, is what's going on tonight. Tonight. Um, as of recording the podcast, the OSKERs are out and I mean, we will, yeah. I had to um, spell that out in my head as you said it. <laughs> yeah. I noticed on all the different uh, info sheets, everybody is spelling it wrong and it's it's such Sorry, a weird acronym. Bananas. Why don't they just like shorten it? I think they should call it. Uh, I mean, it a- wasn't. It a- was a- the Academy Awards. No, they, it just needs to be AA. Hey, you going to AA tonight? Hi, my name is Jude Law, and I mean, you I'm wouldn't an AA. I don't think that would be too far off from what people go to the that Oscars. Would Actually, yeah. no, Oscars, they don't have alcohol until all the after parties. Oh, actually, just a fun, interesting bit. One of the friends that I'm working with, he was in a uh, short that was nominated. Nice. And uh, he works with me, and he's going to That's the Oscars. Cool. Yeah, he had to, like, rent a tux, and he's going in, like, a nice, fancy car. And he was like, I don't use Instagram, but I might just start using it today to do, like, Instagram stories. And I was like, kick-ass, dude. That's legit. Yeah, I want to be there so bad. It'd be so much fun. Yeah, I just want to be in one of those big selfies with Bradley. I just want to meet Oscar. Brad Cooper. I just want to. I just want to meet Oscar. Where is he? Where is where's Academy at? Where's Academy Sports and Outdoors? We're gonna get sued for. Also, our sponsor this week is Academy. Please, please, Academy, sponsor us. This podcast brought to you by the Academy. It's good. (laughs) That's. Connor, you should quit your career right now and become a marketer. That was a golden. Yeah, no, what Oscars is tonight, and I created a bet that I wanted that I challenged Connor. I called him the other night and I said, Hey Connor, I want to make a bet for the Oscars. And the idea is that we're gonna right now fill out an Oscar voting ballot of who we think will win. I guess not who we think deserves to win but who we think will win. Tonight, we're going to look at who wins, and then whoever has the most right between us wins, and the loser has to buy a shirt, a custom-made shirt, with the other person's face on it. Just big old face on the front. And it'll be a goofy face. It's not, it's not going to be like when you walk down the street wearing this, which you will every day, then... People aren't going to be like, oh, look at that that cool, you know, like artsy shirt. They're going to be like, why is that man's face coming out of that person's body? That's what it's going to be like. I would like to add into this bet that actually I don't want your face to be a goofy face. I want you to I want you to try your hardest to make a stoic face. 
Stoic. I've never, ever been stoic in my life. Right. I want you to try. I want to see it. I want to see Kyle tr- face trying to be stoic. I don't even know what that looks like. I imagine just a statue. That's what I'll do. I'll practice for whenever I eventually have a statue made of me. That's what I'll do. Nice. Yeah. Any, uh, any, well, no, I'm not going to offer any special requests. You already got your special request, which is me actually doing that. Buying a shirt with my hard earned cash. Oh, whatever. It'll cost like 20 bucks. So let's do it. Let's start from the bottom. Now we're here. So dismissive of my poverty stricken life. Now, I didn't realize that you knew person in short film in the short film category. I did take it off of our ballot because I don't know anything about it. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't either. Like, I haven't even seen the short. So. Don't, so you're like I it would. could be trash. I mean, he doesn't even have an Instagram. No, 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 no. no, no. I so you that, believe that this friend Kyle. of yours? You believe hey, this friend of yours uh, is trash? Friend doesn't even I'm have an Instagram. So are, are we going to start doing this, or are we just going to like scream yep. at Connor the whole podcast? Adopted screenplay. Call me by your name. The disaster Adopted. artist Logan. Molly's game or Mudbound. Uh, call me by your name. Yeah, I want to agree with you there. Um. But I feel like maybe Logan's going to make a a comeback in this area. Not really a comeback. No, or the Disaster Artist. Maybe Disaster Artist. Oh, I can't decide. No, 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 no. I'm going to put it there. Okay. I picked Logan. Original screenplay. The Big Sick, Get Out, Lady Bird, The Shape of Water, or Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. I'm going to say Fuck, Get Out. dude. Um, For me, it's between Get Out and Lady Bird, but I'm saying Get Out. I guess I'll just go with Lady Bird. There's also The Shape of Water, if you want to do that one. I did not enjoy that movie. I guess I'm not, I'm not trying to pick, I'm picking like what I like, and I'm just like, I'm voting. I'm not trying to figure out who's going to win. I'm just sitting here voting who I think should win. I'm playing for keeps. Actor in a supporting role, William Defoe, The Florida Project, Woody Harrelson, Three Billboards, Richard Jenkins, The Shape of Water, Christopher Plummer, All the Money in the World, Sam Rockwell, Three Billboards, Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Sam Rockwell won this, and I think I'm going to go for him. God damn it. Uh, I've also heard that William Defoe was Willem. very... I'm, I'm, Willem. Uh, yeah, that's, oh, what, I was, that's Willem. what I'm going for as Willem. Actress in a supporting role, Mary J. Blige, Mudbound, Allison Janey, I, Tanya, Leslie Manville, Phantom Thread, Lori Metcalf, Lady Bird, or Octavia Spencer, The Shape of Water. I'm probably going to go with Mary J. Blige and Mudbound. See, and I'm going for Allison Janey, and she won that Golden Globe. Actor in a leading role, Timothy Chalamet, Call Me By Your Name, Daniel Day-Lewis, Phantom Thread, Daniel Kalua, Get Out. Gary Oldman, Darkest Hour, and Denzel Washington, Roman J. Israel, Esquire. I'm, I would hope that they would give Daniel Day his uh, one for his final movie, or, you know, they'll probably do Get Out. They'll probably do Daniel Kaluuya. You think so? See, I think I would do Gary Oldman, because he was really good. Actress in a leading role, Sally Hawkins, The Shape of Water, Francis McDormand, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Margot Robbie, I, Tanya, Sarcy Ronan, Lady Bird, or Meryl Streep, The Post. Uh, do Francis McDormand was so good in three. Yeah, that's that's what I'm voting for. Okay, I'll let you have that one, and I'm gonna do Sally Hawkins for Shape of Water because she was also very good. She was really good in Shape of Water. Yeah. Director Christopher Nolan, Dunkirk, Jordan Peele, Get Out, Greta Gerwig, Lady Bird, Paul Thomas Anderson, Phantom Thread, Guillermo del Toro, The Shape of Water. Interesting fact: This is one of the first years where all the directors are writer directors, like they wrote the script for their movie, which is impressive. Mm. I'm going Guillermo. What are you thinking? Uh, I'm going to go Jordan Peele. That would be really cool. 
I would totally support that. And all the nominees for Best Picture, Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. I think, uh, who won the Golden Globe? Do you know? Um, oh, I can't remember. I'm going to go uh, Shape of Water. I think that's going to win. See, I want to agree with you. I, I feel like it was Three Billboards that won, though, the Golden Globe. But, but there have been controversy around it because... It was kind of racist. I thought it was, like, not at all. No, it was more about the, like, the background stuff of, like, the racial allegations against Sam Rockwell's character where he'd, like, beaten up black citizens in jails. And then it never addressed it. It just transformed him into this good character without ever addressing, like, his previous racism. Because, like, I found that, like, the, uh, like, the whole movie and the way that they discussed race was honestly a little highbrow for me. I was like, oh, my God, we get it being racist is bad and that if you are a racist you're a stupid and unintelligent piece of shit while i don't disagree with that yeah i still think like every single scene where if you're a racist you're a fucking idiot like clearly like un completely unintelligent and a fool which completely like <laughs> doesn't if you are like you know someone who is cultural connections to like the South, or if you find, I guess, some sort of sympathies with people who, with with racists, then that's not going to change your mind. And if it, it makes you feel like it, like that's what that's how people see you, which is probably not far from the truth. I just found it to be like, oh my God, we get it. You're better than him because he's a racist. You know yeah. what I mean? I th- I thought that that was like a almost. Like a, an easy swing, you know, or whatever the phrase is. Yeah, Does that make I, sense? I can kind of see that. Um, I, d- I just feel like it was just like background and it just went kind of unresolved. Apparently, too, the, the screenwriter, he's British. And so a lot of people were just like he he just kind of threw it in there because that's how there, there wasn't a fuller understanding of racism in America because he is not an American, but he's using racism as it's seen from outside of America. So it was just like this not very full picture of such a, a southern town and like the history of racism in Missouri. It's just interesting, I guess. But I can, I can see your point too. Well, yeah. we got all our picks. I picked to get out for that one just because I couldn't pick The Shape of Water because you picked that one. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who won the Golden Globe. Well, now that the votes are in. The votes The tallies are, are up. I'm excited the for the bets are down. I can't, I can't wait to see what they screw up. That's what I'm excited about. You can't wait to see what they screw up? Yeah, it's just like, hey, who gets what award? Nobody knows anymore. The oh, Oscars are like a wild oh thing. Like fake news, and they just write it down on one of the papers. They're like, who won yeah. Best Picture? And they're like, fake Donald Trump did. And they're like, please don't kill us, Donald. Yeah, last year definitely taught us, don't let old actors present stuff anymore because they're old. They can't read. How do they read? No, people don't. They don't memorize scripts. People tell them off, off, the, off the set. They yeah. come on, they're like... And it's like telephone, though, and so that's what they're like, oh, my God, he improvised that line. No, they just told him wrong. To be fair, back in the day, their lines were, get out, scoundrel, or, like, they were just three words. They were never really long, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How that old are people? Quite, that was people, quite the How old do people get again? They get to, like, 2,700 years old. What? I was curious how old people are because of the fact that you said that their lines were, get out, scoundrel. Yeah. And, uh... The people who are old now are like, you know, 60, 70. So that puts them at like, what, the 50s when they were born and they're put on the... No, sh- I feel like I feel like Faye Dunway and Warren Buffett, not Warren Buffett, who was the guy who was up there? Warren Beatty. 
they were the ones that presented and screwed up last year, and they have got to be like 80. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How old is Faye Dunaway? We're going to find out. Seriously? Like, 77. Hey, she's 77. Don't talk to me like I'm a fucking idiot, moron. And you're like, oh, Siri, damn. <laughs> you were impersonating. I thought you were talking to me for a second. Yeah, just like, I'm just screaming. You are an idiot, Connor. <laughs> you um, idiot. No, she's 77. So this is like 30s? No, no. Kyle? What year is it? What year it's is it? 2018. I'm living life like it's 2005. You 2000 oh, and late. Oh man. Um. Whatever. She's born in the 40s. The Roaring 40s, as they called them. The um, Roaring 40s. Yeah. So after depression, I guess. So maybe it was just please feed me, sir. And also, they were British. I don't know also why. Also, they were uber British. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, dude. Okay. Quick, quick thing on po- on uh on politics. I saw this thing by the Washington Post that was like a minute-by-minute or hour-by-hour response difference between Obama's response uh, to the Newtown shooting. Or was it... uh, Yeah, that's Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook. And then the the Parkland one. And watching that go from, like, Obama immediately went to... Like, he heard about it, he lowered the flag to half-mass, and then he addressed the nation. With tears in his eyes. It was very powerful. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. I remember watching that. And then Trump's response within the like that afternoon was to tweet condolences and then the next day he uh did he, that listening session? No, was that, that wasn't day? until another oh, okay. the, the day after I think. Yeah. Uh I think he like then he addressed the nation after another tweet and then he lowered the flags to half mass and then he visited the the center uh oh, yeah. with the families for like 30 minutes total. Yeah. My big my biggest like like thing I'm angry about right now is that he had this meeting right with lawmakers. This was like a week ago where he, it was bipartisan. They had everybody in there and he was talking and he talked about, I mean, first of all, he said some batshit crazy things like we should take people's gun away before and then do due process, which is not how due process works at all. Um, I am in favor of less guns, but maybe still within a process. He was basically like, if we think somebody's crazy, let's just take their gun and then figure out if they're crazy, which is kind of like, that's not how due process works, bud. Um, but he also then said he was in favor of more gun regulation. And like all the Republicans in the room were like, and all the Democrats in the room were like, oh, so it was like this moment of Trump being able to like talk as a human person from both sides and not just from like this center of like, let's just throw the most polarizing shit out there. And then two days later he had a meeting with the NRA. Oh, also in that meeting, he told the Republican senators that they were afraid of the NRA, which is completely true. And he said that to them. And again, you're like, dang Trump, you almost figured this out. And then two days later he had a meeting with the NRA and after that, he backpedaled everything he said, which was like, ah, no, bud. Uh. Michael Michael Shea on SNL made this really funny joke about like, yeah, yeah, his mind changed. Because imagine like, <laughs> he was like, if I was back in the projects and I, I thought, yeah, gang violence is the worst thing to happen to America. And then I had a meeting with the Bloods on the rooftop of my apartment. And now my complete my tone has completely changed. Yeah, stupid world. We're not gonna go hang out with a bunch of people pro gun ownership just in a in a meeting. Yeah. Speaking of the news, what's uh-huh. going on in the news, Connor? Uh, not much. Mainly because I haven't read it. But you've probably so, like, read you probably read one though, huh? Oh. That's the cue for the game that I have. <laughs> for the game that you have that we talked about 40 minutes ago. It's a it's a game. 
Okay, new game by Connor O'Brien. Today we do a game. It's a game where I'm going to uh, read a headline. Okay. And Kyle, you are going to need to guess what the article is about. Okay, I'm really excited about that. I need I'm going to tell you as well. how wrong you are. Okay. Okay? Okay. Cool. You ready? I'm ready. Wait, who's the publisher? Uh, Mental Floss. Okay. On Facebook. I'm not sure what that means. It's a really great, great channel. No, I'm, uh, just, I'm just imagining Floss going through my brain. It feels fuzzy. Okay. So, um, the headline reads, Amazon spent $1 billion on Ring, a product Shark Tank rejected. Okay, that's not fair because I know about this. No, shut the fuck up. I do know about this. God, I thought you were going to pick something more obscure. Because I I had a very brief time to find an article on this. Oh, no. Okay, I'm going to give... You already know what it is. I'm going to give it... Yeah, I'm going to give a joke answer. I'm going to give a joke answer. They spent how much on Ring? I already spent a billion dollars. They spent a billion dollars. You know, Amazon's looking for their new their new headquarters location, right? They're gonna build a second headquarters in a new city, and there's been a very contentious, uh, you know, contest and process for trying to find new places. The cities are like putting their names forward, and Amazon has finally decided to pick one and put a ring on it, like marriage. I'm sorry. I, I'm so sorry, people. Connor's Connor's mic cut out so bad. He was laughing so hard. His whole mic cut out for a bit there. I'm so sorry that you can't hear how hard he's laughing at, at my at my ring joke. See, oh, I was gonna. So, you need a better mic, Kyle. I was going mic. to. I was going to say something that was gonna save your joke. No, it could, but, then but you were laughing in so your hard. in your immediate response that you couldn't wait. One goddamn second before you had to cover up your clearly terrible joke with a lie about me laughing. That you is could not have a lie. waited and I could have saved you, but you decided you didn't want to Adam, take it. Adam, check the transcript. Adam Sandler, check the transcript. Why do you always look to your right? He's not in the because, room with you. Because Adam's over here to my right. Okay. That's my Adam Sandler impression. I'm glad you're leaned Kyle, away from- you didn't know shit. Oh my Thanks, God. Adam. That was that wasn't it. that was totally different. That was Adam Sandler's dead father. Anyway, Amazon. Wazowski, you haven't filed your paperwork yet. I Thanks, do Adam. know what that is. Adam Sa- or not Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler bought Amazon. That's step one. Then Amazon bought Ring, which they make electronic doorbells that have cameras on them and home security stuff. I know that because my like landlord slash boss, who I live in an apartment in. His garage, he has a ring doorbell, and that's why I know that. Or does he really? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, that's why every time I pass in front of it, I have to make sure I pick up my dog's poop. Gotcha. watch me. Well, I'll have to uh, I'll have to send you the article title first next time. Make sure um, I don't know it. And then we'll see. Yeah. Or only just only pick articles from Breitbart. You can also do that. <laughs> <laughs> only Because there's that no way I can guess what's way going more on there. Interesting. I, I was don't just give trying, me page views. Don't do that. I was that. trying Huffington Post at first. Yeah. Uh, but they were... Theirs is, probably, theirs is more buzzfeedy, more clickbaity. You know, yeah. that would probably be better. Yeah, I feel like real news, they have way too specific and detailed headlines because, you know, it's like real job and a real news thing. Right, exactly. I went to New York Times and I was like, oh, shit, this is actually good. <laughs> yeah, no, we need clickbaity titles. Maybe that's why we have a clickbait corner. <laughs> clickbait corner with Connor. Yeah. There is that. There's those people that they refute clickbait articles so that they put like what it's actually about before they share. Yeah. It. I follow that's, that Reddit shit. It's lovely. It's so lovely. 
Great. Well, I'm glad we were able to play a game that ended in complete and utter failure because we didn't test it before. Um, well, what a great way to almost end the podcast. But you know, the best way we're going to end it is by solving a worldwide crisis. Worldwide crisis. Worldwide crisis. Pitbull. By Pitbull. And this is where we put Pitbull's entry song, in, oh God, intro song that he did for us. Mr. Worldwide. Oh, look Mr. at Mr. Worldwide. Is that your Pitbull impression? No, I, okay. I I just heard your voice and that's what my response was. Because your singing talent was way above the likes of Mr. Pitbull. I way above. Make a man. Hey, anyway, what, what crisis are we going to solve, Connor? It's a really simple one. I mean, people have been dealing with it, and I'm like, why? Why are we having this problem? It's so easy. Yeah. You idiots. Yeah. It's economic inequality. Oh, come on. It's like, what are we, in first grade? I thought what we were are over we? this. One plus one equals two. And the solution is Marxist communism. <laughs> right? I'm right on that. Yeah. I'm absolutely correct. It's so simple. So simple. Just take the derivative of x minus 4 squared and you get communism. Unions. Unions. That's how a union is formed, by math. Surprising. Well, I mean, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong, actually. Yeah, that's that was an accurate statement. Just said in a very ignorant way, you know? Yeah. Which is, Which is the I title th- of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're changing it right accurate now. Accurate information. Said in, in the most <laughs> ignorant way possible. <laughs> That's our new tagline. That's funny. Well, that was simple enough. Yeah, no, we fixed it. Communism, <laughs> theoretically, is the best solution to economic inequality. Yeah, I mean, we didn't... We're not going to go in any more details. No. Guys, That's, let's just I mean, that, do that. Because that, that by itself... I mean, I guess, yes, that does technically solve economic inequality. Yep. It is fu- it is funny because the like idea of communism being the bad guy is a proponent of like red blooded conservative America in the forties and fifties, but more so because of the influence of like communist nations, right, like Russia and and then China and all that. But what's funny is that Christian society, which is what a lot of ideals are pulled into conservative America, is c- Christian society is communism. Like that's. Oh, it's a yeah. huge proponent of that is the idea of communism. Now, like in practice, communism is far harder to enforce and to keep like regulated because America dream and capitalism and whatnot. But like, it's so funny because it's totally within the ideals of Christianity. Yeah. Jesus and was I, a communist. And I do, I, I do hate, I do hate the like Facebook memes that are like, you're not like Jesus because you're not a communist and shit. But I mean, there is that really slight element of truth to that shit because he was such a fucking socialist yeah you're also not like jesus because you're white (laughs) come on yeah also i don't have blue eyes and long brown hair yeah and a goatee jesus had a goatee didn't he he had probably a full beard i don't think he had the the shaving essentials to maintain a goatee bro he's jesus he has the shaving essentials he's got uh, everything essentials he's got the bread essentials he's got the fish essentials he's got the essential oils (laughs) He was eating fish all day. He had fish oil all day. He was, his skin was luminous. And it was it luminous. Divinity. That was the Holy Spirit talking. He looks luminous today. Like that would be thank 